This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Man, Michael Clark from Pack Pride at Michael Clark 24-7 joins us on the Adam Gold Show. So uh, that was colorful. Yeah, I think you worded it a tad different. I did. Radio friendly. I did. Radio friendly. Uh, yeah, you know, it was just, <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody expected to see what we saw Saturday night. Uh, no. Start to finish. The game was never close. Um, Agreed. And just the complete physical domination of, of NC State. I think it was one of the more impressive wins. I feel like it's, I'm saying that over and over, but. I mean, this is the most impressive stretch of Dave Doran's tenure, and Adam, if we're being completely honest, probably one of the more impressive streaks of NC State's football history. Well, um, I hadn't thought about it in whole in program historical in a program historical sense, but you may be right. So uh, I have again have not thought about it that way. Um, but it's the season as a whole is unquestionably Dave Doran's best coaching job. Um, the only thing that even approaches this, and I would say that um, it's not really even in the same ballpark, is the pandemic here. Um, but, yeah, this was impressive. I'm not going to say impressive from start to finish because I think you could argue that it was a terrible start, right? Uh, that the offense looked completely discombobulated early. Brennan Armstrong was uh, was a mess early on. Uh, and they didn't help him early on. It looked a little bit better, but not dramatically under MJ Morris. And there was something about the 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 decision that Morris made that maybe galvanized this group because I think they cranked it up even further after that. No? Yeah, I would 100% agree. I, I think it was uh, – there was so much uncertainty because – I think before the season, you know, when Brennan was named the starter, you were trying to fi- figure out, okay, which guy would we see? Would we see the guy in 2021 or the guy who struggled mightily last year? All along, I, my kind of two cents was, I think you're somewhere in the middle. And I think, obviously, you didn't see that the first uh, five games, but the second stint as the starter, I think that is what you saw um and again you can't say enough about the kid i've been saying this going on months about a couple of weeks now months and maybe months you know how he handled it yeah is refreshing because the current state of college football i'm not alone is i mean it's about to be armageddon again i mean this is just this is not sustainable but for a kid you know he could have left at him and just said you know thanks for letting me come you know, play five games. He didn't really owe any NC State anything. Right. But instead, he was a model teammate, uh, encouraged uh, everybody, and, and just stayed um, stayed the course. And I think that says a lot about the program and the people that you're bringing into the program and kind of what Dave Dorn's built um, during his tenure at NC State. All right, so let's just talk about where this program is. Uh, and we'll, if we have to get back to the, the nuts and bolts of – Saturday night we can but um and this is something that the more you follow these things I've I've loved everything about this program uh for a number of years and I've been talking about it in those ways uh there are football I mean Mike Shashevsky used to talk about this all the time uh you know a particular team 
in a particular year might not be great, but the program is on great footing. And I think that specifically applies to this program. I think the program does everything you want uh, your football program to do. Uh, Dave Dorn recruits pretty well. Uh, He develops players, uh, gets them better for him, but he also gets them to the NFL. They they have put a ton of players uh, into the the pros. The only thing they haven't done to the level that anybody wants is win enough games. And I'm not saying that they've been bad. It's just that rather than nine or ten wins, it's been maybe seven or eight or eight or nine or something like that. Um, but I think, man, the program is just incredibly solid. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think it's important to look at Dave Dorn's entire tenure, and when you're looking at the wins and losses, you can't help but think, Adam, if there was no divisions during his entire tenure. I mean, they get to Charlotte, what, at least twice? Um, Do they win it? Maybe not. Uh, But for years, you don't make excuses, but Clemson was just a buzzsaw. Yeah. And you've had, you know, Lamar Jackson, Louisville, we can go down the list. Florida State, they've had their years, so I'm not making excuses at all, and I know they would not either. But what is this? My question, I've been talking to Minister, what does it look like um, if there were no divisions? And that's a hypothetical. Right. Um, but would there? Would it be different? Would you feel different? I mean, would NC State, the scheduling would have been different? Would you have had multiple years where you won 10 games? I, I think you could argue if the schedule was laid out differently. Well, okay. I mean, I understand playing that game. Um, I'm not sure they won enough of the the games that they should have won. Well, there's <laughs> the tr- several right? tough losses, for sure. <laughs> right? The <laughs> trouble that they had at times with Boston College, the trouble they had at times with Wake Forest, um, you know, stuff like that that has also gotten in their way. But uh, I do think it's – look, we've been talking about the the fact that divisions were bad for a long time, aside from what it did – to games that should have been played more frequently, like Duke versus NC State, because of the proximity, which was criminal, that it was once every six years that those two schools met. Um, The fact that it manufactures artificially rivalries that really we had no business having. The the fact that NC State played, was it uh, Syracuse, every, every year? Why? Why would you play Syracuse every it does It made no sense... That that was a division rival, just like it makes no sense that Virginia and Louisville were a permanent partner. Like n- none of it made sense; it was all random, and it could have been handled um, just by simply getting rid of divisions, which is what they did. Now, of course, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, we ha- we we have a scheduling model, but it's all convoluted. Now we have too many teams, but there's nothing we can do about that now. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it's worth. It's worth pointing out about the what would have happened if. Um, now, real quick, back to Michael Clark is joining us from Pack Pride at Michael Clark two four seven on Twitter. Um, going back to uh, to the other night, Peyton Wilson, make your case or make his case for ACC Defensive Player of the Year, or if you want to take it a step further, ACC Player of the Year. I mean, I, I don't know 
how if you're watching, if you watch NC State play, how you could not, I mean, he's just unbelievable. I mean, we've been talking about him all year. And just when you think he couldn't be more impressive, he goes out the other night and has 15 tackles. And I think the bigger thing is teams are game planning for him. And they are trying to figure out ways to take him out, Adam. And he just week after week, yeah. it's like, that, that's not going to work. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I mean, how, I guess some would say Jordan Travis, but I would skip all the way to ACC play of the year. I mean, there's no more, there's no player in the league, at least defensively, who's more impactful. And I, I would argue in the country. I mean, what does the defense look like if you don't have Peyton Wilson this year? Significantly different. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Um, just the attention he commands from opponents. Uh, he frees up others to make plays. And, I mean, again, he, like Brennan Armstrong, in my opinion, is everything that's right about college football because there's a lot wrong right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's pretty, pretty obvious. But, I mean, just... The sheer numbers, the impact, and, you know, doing it week after week. I mean, he did not have a – did not play poorly in a game this season. Uh, you know, had some games where he had more tackles, but just right. the overall impact is unquestionable. I, I don't know how he doesn't win every award he's up for. If you look and you are just being brutally honest, I mean, there's no way am I correct, that a linebacker or a defensive player had a better season. No, I mean, to me, I think he's going to be the defensive player of the year in the ACC. I think he's going to win that. Uh, I think he's going to get some support as well for player of the year. I think I'm not saying who I would vote for or whatever. I'm pretty sure that they're not going to ask me to vote anyway. Um, But I think Jordan Travis is probably going to win that. Uh, Whether or not he should is another debate. Uh, but he certainly had a very good year on the team that went 12-0 and in the regular season. And silly or not, I think it's silly, the best player, it was probably Keon Coleman, though, uh, on the best team uh, is likely to win those types of awards. Um, let me ask you one more thing before I let you go. Michael Clark, uh, Pack Pride at Michael Clark 247. There were a lot of recruits in that stadium Saturday night. Uh, as far as you can tell, what is the impact of not only what, but how it happened? And what can you tell us about what they look like for signing day? Well, I think they're encouraged. You've got a couple kids that you're trying to hang on to, but it, I mean, that's everybody right now across the country. I, I think the impact of the other night was as big as you could hope was as big as possible. I mean, that every kid or significant as possible, every kid I've spoken to, there's been, was it 15 or 20? I mean, was blown away. You've been to games yep. at Carter family stadium. I mean, the atmosphere there, is it the biggest stadium in the country? Absolutely not. But you know, when you, it's a rival rivalry game like that, uh, it's, it's a really impressive thing to see. And I think 
more so you've got your guys in the fold for the most part for 2024. But when you're in a sophomore or freshman and you go to a game like that, you just don't, you don't forget it. You don't forget that experience. And I think the dominating fashion in which they, in which they won also sticks with kids. Um, defensively, I think is the big storyline. Uh, we know that Brennan Armstrong, what a story of redemption, but the job that Tony Gibson and his staff Jeez. did and <laughs> all the players, I mean, they hit Carolina in the mouth from the, from the start. Yeah. I mean, and, and they never recovered. And I think that how the game went down and the overall atmosphere will really strike a chord with the younger guys and give you some momentum there going forward. Michael Clark, Pack Pride at Michael Clark 247. Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate your time. We'll talk again soon. Always appreciate you having me on. Take care. You got it. Michael Clark from Pack Pride. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.